content of this podcast is provided as general informational purposes only. It is not intended for, nor should it be used to replace professional behavior intervention and advice. This is Sissy. And this is Susan, and we are Function Junction. Behavior matters. We know that you're going to enjoy part two of Lucinda and Chris's conversation, so we're going to jump right in. Is there anything, Chris, that you'd like to update us on? I know you're doing out in the field more, working with more individuals in the field and and customers. Um, I'm so proud of you about your uh, keynote. Anything else that we need to get updated on? Are you dating anybody? We don't have to include that Um, if you don't want to. No, no, still single. Uh, (laughs) Step one of uh, not being single is actually getting out. Well, you are. I don't do do that, really. You are. The extent of it is D and D. That that's the extent of the of the social life. The extent of it is the is the games. Yeah, essentially, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and the same group of people that uh, I uh, that we do stuff occasionally, Pokemon Go related, and uh, play World of Warcraft with. And so, do you, given that, do you have any friends who are in your game groups who? always say things like, Chris, I met a cute girl that you might like, or there's a girl I know, dot, dot, dot. Not, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that something that you want at this time in your life? Yeah, I, I look at sort of a, if, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If, if it's not, it's not. Uh, I'm not in any sort of rush on anything. Yeah. It's so funny how people who um, are neurodiverse and have the same, I guess, label or diagnosis that you do is that, you know, I spoke to another, it was Sissy and I spoke to another person on the spectrum and asked the same question. And he said, well, maybe when I finish my dot, 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 you know, maybe when I finish this degree or this, you know, sports or whatever, and, and you're like, if it happens, it happens. So it's just another example of how even without the spectrum, you are still diverse and wonderful and concrete and not super concrete in your thinking. Um, Sissy, how about you? Do you have any other questions or comments? No, I, I'm impressed with how often that theme comes through. Well, if it happens, if it, it happens, if it, where does that come from? Do you think your mom and dad uh, shaped that? Likely, likely some influence there, but uh, this was honestly shower thoughts earlier today. The <laughs> sort of percolating, uh, percolating in my head was uh, one of those survival skills Mm -hmm. lack of a better term, that I developed Mm -hmm. in middle school was uh, some level of apathy, which Mm -hmm. has had, uh, it's had a fair number of negative consequences, but uh, one of those positive ones is that sort of, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Love it. That's, that's important. (laughs) I mean, I think that we all face things from time to time that we're not sure that we want to have to deal with, or if this is exactly how we want it to go. And, you know, apathy is one of those things that we might all say, I don't know if I really want to be, have apathy yeah. for this, but a good thing came from that is rolling with life and changing what you can change. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because we have no control. And, you know, that kind of goes back to that apathy is that I tend, I'm a worrier and I tend to worry about things that I don't need to worry about. I need to have more of that attitude of it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But I think about, you know, it's usually the things that you want to happen that are good, you know, like having a girlfriend or dating or um, getting more clients or whatever. Um, And I don't really think about that as much about the not so great things, you know, like I know you're referring to um, interactions, negative interactions with peers, but um, I don't really think a lot of us apply that same 
level of if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. We're usually thinking about like, if I get a new job or if I get a new car, or it's not usually about things like if I get in a fight with this person, you know, it's so cool. Yeah. I'm a worrier too. And I tend to over get myself over concerned about the negative pieces. And my husband really has, has helped me come around to this idea of well, if that happens, then then we problem solve through it, you know, and I can do that in my job. I'm much better at it in my job. But when it comes to, you know, something going wrong in my personal life, I have a more tendency to be like, what's going to happen then? Well, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Lucinda, what's new with you? Well, no, before any of any of that, um, you know, Chris you had great influence on me. Mm-hmm. There was a particular moment when you changed my whole mindset. Do you remember that moment? You, you, you did mention it uh, earlier today. Yeah. That's uh, something to hope to bring up. <laughs> well, no, because uh, it you had said sometimes you don't realize the influence true. that it had. Mm-hmm. And so this one is true, a definite... True influence that you had on me that yeah to this day and it was when you were what a senior in high school or junior i was gonna say a junior or senior Uh, one one of those little things i did i don't know if it had gotten mentioned in the past i was involved in high school theater and Mm -hmm. uh i read and as i said to multiple people uh, around the keynote uh quite frankly the most useful thing i had in What's theater? Uh, learned learned more useful skills there than I think any other class. Okay. Uh, but uh, well, I wanted to say senior year, I'd, but it might have been junior. I honestly don't remember. Uh, my high school did the musical Man of La Mancha, and I was the light crew. And uh, there's this award, Houston area Tommy Tune Awards. It's for high school, for Houston area high school musical theater, mm-hmm. and that's forty plus high schools at the time. Uh, and we were one of five that were nominated for lighting. Wow! So uh, we go to the award ceremony that's in downtown Houston, and uh, I'm riding with mom because at this point I'm not really I'm not riding with other people. Uh, and uh, we're there early enough. They chat together and say, hey, let's go over to the Hard Rock Cafe that's right here, and it's a sure, sure, sure. See you later, Chris, as as they go off. I was perfectly fine. I was upset. And and she asked me if uh, didn't didn't that upset you? And my response was basically, it only mattered to you. It, it, oh, it did wow. not, it, it did not really, I, I was not offended in the slightest. I'd like to, I'd like to think that they yeah, knew me well enough to know that uh, the guy who has uh, social claustrophobia and certain levels of, of uh, sensory issues is probably not going to do well at a hard rock cafe exactly. surrounded by people. Yeah. A lot of noise. Yeah. 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 And Lucinda, that did change your perspective, I'm sure. It did. I mean, because I was heartbroken. These are the people that he considered his friends and, you know, may not be the same definition of friendship that 
is, you know, generally out there, but he was comfortable around them and everything. They just so openly talked in front of them and made the plans and didn't include them at all and just said mm-hmm. bye and took mm-hmm. off. Yeah, I was devastated. And then yeah. just Chris just saying, no, you know, that only matters to you was such an eye-opening moment uh-huh. that I had to get my standards, my dreams, all of that. That's not what's important. It's Chris's life. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, it's what's important to him. And it did. It did a total turnaround. Really, yeah, it, a huge impact uh, on my thinking and more of the focus on what Chris wanted. It's so and what was important to him. Because perspective is all about perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And I would have done the same thing if I were a parent or if I wasn't a parent. If I was hanging with Chris and that happened, I would be like, Chris, don't you want to go? You know, and he would mm-hmm. probably be like, no. And I and I get those reasons too, because that would not sound fun to me either than ways and the talking and it's really loud over there and things like that. But that is so true about perspective being perspective. And you know, if you weren't invited, maybe you would have been upset, but I love that. That's such a great thing to end thinking about is that perspective yeah. is perspective. And it's only about, it only mattered to you. It didn't yeah. matter to Chris. Yeah. Something else that you said that resonates with me is um, that you rode with your mom because at the time you weren't riding with other people. And I think about understanding that you wanted to participate in the theater. You wanted to do the lighting. You wanted to be a part of that. And what parts did you not want to do? And can how do we get around those parts? Like riding with all the other people. So mom took you. So mm-hmm. I think for other people trying to do things, what part of this is working for me and what part is not? And what are the accommodations I can put in place? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And doing it for yourself, not having other people do it for you, you know. Kudos to you guys. <laughs> Kudos for sure. Chris, thank you so much for agreeing to be on our podcast again. I know that was a hugely listened to um, episode and I know people are going to be interested and excited to hear about, you know, catching up with you as well as your mom. But before we close, you know, we do the podcast and it is kind of, we're taking a shift a little bit this next season to talk more about behavior and less about autism, but just human behavior, you know, and, and I was just kind of curious, Lucinda and Chris, if you have any behaviors that you still feel like you might want to, or, um, think about changing. I know I do. Um, and so I was curious if either of you had some things that were still within your repertoire that you wanted to, or were thinking about changing. Uh, I know something that, uh, at least pers- personal, uh, behavior for lack of a better way of describing it. Uh, yeah, another legacy of middle school tied into the apathy. This is one of the negative consequences of it. I'm not active. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my idea of a perfectly fine day is, oh, hey, I've been up for 12 hours. I haven't even bothered to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly. I, uh, and that's OK. Yeah. And, and it's and it's one of those uh, being able to push myself to do more. Uh, Pokemon Go has helped a bit. I've I've done more walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly enough, my current job has helped in a, in a yeah. little bit because uh I spend a good chunk of the day when I'm not having to actually deal with insert crisis here. Yeah. Uh, pacing. Yeah. And uh, at least according to my phone, I'm usually racking up, up like 
uh, five to 10 kilometers a day. Well, that's not bad. Mostly from pacing. That's not bad from, for someone who says they're not active. You know, yesterday, I think it was earlier this week, I read something about, you know, not getting into the, um, the, the, the habit of saying things like being in bed and saying, I should go run or I should go for a walk or I should do this because it's 100% that you're okay. And it's 100% okay being in bed all day long, you know, and I'm trying to not do that, but too, because that just creates guilt. You know, if you say I should go walk or I should be more active, then you've got guilt on another, as of another layer. And so, you know, you are more active than you were, right? A little bit, but yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. And I'm, um, I, I, you know, hope maybe I'm a little bit more whatever than I was last time we speak. So, so, you know, we can always, we can always improve, always improve. Does this say anything from you? No, I was, I didn't know if there was something that Lucinda wanted to update us on with the things you have going. Uh, Just two things, and they're both quick. The first one is I've um, with Special Olympics. I've gotten reinvolved oh, uh, with a pro- with a, well. I've always been involved, but with a, a program called Fundamentals. Okay, and it is for your athletes that need uh, extra help to mm-hmm. participate in sports such mm-hmm. as switches or hand over hand or. You know, if someone's first learning uh, and you're a baby, what's the first thing to do before they can walk? They have to be able to lift their head. Sure. So we start with the basics and um, and fundamentals. Uh, we had at the state games this past spring, um, I did the athletics, the track and field. And we did things like following because your arms have to move when you run, mm-hmm. following a scarf, uh, moving your hand, all kinds of different things. And so cool. we're... The state games will be in College Station, Bryan College Station area in October, and I'll be working on the golf one with that. But that's that's a new thing. And it's it's amazing because that's a population that gets left out of a lot of different things, uh, the multi impaired. And so I love it that Special Olympics is stepping up and doing this. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's really cool. The the one thing that I was going to add is that when you when you talk to to educators or other people who have to contact parents. One of the difficulties with, with, uh, with parenting is a lot of times the contact always has a negative connotation through, you know, the behavior, what, you know, what did, what did Chris do today? You know, Mm. what different things. And I know as a, as a teacher, we were always taught to put that, say a good thing and then, but, and you add that little ugly, but on there. Okay. Um, when Chris was in eighth grade and needless to say, I mean, we always joke that I was on speed dial. I mean, we had lots of behavioral issues, the administration contacting stuff all the time. And I got an email from a teacher that just said, Chris had a great day today. It was so fun to watch him, uh, take part in a, in, in an activity yeah. basically. Yeah. There was no ugly, but no ugly. there was no, but, and yes. I cried. I uh-huh. still printed that it is in my little special things. And that's what I want to say is that there are wonderful successes and parents need to know about those too. 
and not attached to something else. Just that impact. Again, the power of one. Mm -hmm. All it took was her doing that. And it, I mean, it, it was so wonderful. A very simple, very simple thing to do, but it makes a big difference. Just say something kind or good and stop. (laughs) Yeah. And stop. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that you're focusing on that and we got to focus on something else may have happened that day, but it doesn't matter. Guess what? During that time period, Mm -hmm. It was wonderful, and he had he did a good job. There has to and be something so, every day. Yeah. yeah, there has to be. Yeah, yes, and that makes such a difference. Such a <laughs> yes. difference for Chrissy. It took you and your son. You know, I would love to hear more about the guide that you would talk to us about for people learning about disabilities. Yes, it actually we have printed and it is online. It's in Spanish and it is in English. It has both. Okay. It has. Everything that, um, I mean, it just breaks it down by, by section. Okay. So from education, here's all kinds of links. For agencies, here's all kinds of links. And it tells you who to contact and what they do. Nice. Uh, so many people have no idea. It's just a bunch of acronyms, you know, and this has it on there. So right. the book you can get, again, going um, to the Center on Disability and Development uh, website, um, just... Texas A&M Center on Disability and Development and look under the success conference little link and it has it on there. You can download it. You can look at it. It's all of those resources are there. Fantastic. And we, we update it every, we'll be updating it for the next conference, but as things changes and go, then we do the updates for that as well. So, well, Chris Thielen, Lucinda Thielen, thank you again for giving us so much time and being generous with your time and being a guest um, on the podcast. Sissy, I love that life-changing event that Lucinda described when Chris's friends went to the Hard Rock and didn't invite him. And if you remember, Lucinda was so upset because she thought his feelings would be hurt. And he told her, Mom, it only matters to you. Yeah, yeah, I do. I remember that. My husband was reminding me about how his mother would always say when he would get upset about something, his mother would say, you're the only one that's mad. That's not exactly the same thing, but it is something that makes you stop and think about what's happening. And yeah. y'all need to start reminding me when I get upset with certain things that you that I'm the only one that's mad. <laughs> yeah, but it well. does, doesn't it remind you, remember in last season, we had that conversation with Laws, the awesome mom with Chewy Jam. And she was talking about, we were talking about the importance of social skills and instruction. She was like, oh, I don't know. I might disagree with you. You know, my daughter has her own group of friends and I have my group of friends and we didn't need any real direct social skills instruction. So it just goes to show that sometimes, you know, we think we know what's best. And sometimes the people who we think we know what's best for tell us what's really best. So we have one of our most loyal listeners, Mrs. Jennifer Boudreau, who is a life skills specialist in one of our districts that is here to read our question. We're so excited. Welcome, Jennifer. I'm glad you're here, Jennifer. Thanks, Susan and Sissy. I'm so excited for this opportunity. I am definitely one of your biggest fans. So (laughs) here's the question. In today's episode, Lucinda talked about a party at the Hard Rock Cafe after a drama competition to which Chris's friends did not invite him. Lucinda was upset and thought Chris's feelings would be hurt. 
Chris let her know, Mom, it only matters to you. Within this, there's an example of A, a caring parent, B, response prompt, C, theory of mind, or D, stimulus prompt. Thanks, for outstanding. Yes, very good. Thank you. Now, I mean, I will say that a, a caring parent is is evident there. We all have heard that on the last, well, Willie, the last time that Chris and Lucinda were with us and this time when they were with us, but that's not going to probably be an answer on a test, right? Correct. Yeah. I think that theory of mind is something we can talk about. I think that uh, response prompt could probably be thrown out if I were taking the test because there wasn't really a prompt. I mean, I guess Chris explaining to her, I don't think that would be a response prompt to you. Right. No, there was, you could almost say mom was prompting him to go to the party, you know, but then not really. She was not prompting him to go to the party. She was concerned about him. So she's not trying to change you know, she's not giving him a prompt to allow his response, you know, to help his response along. And she certainly wasn't changing the stimulus. So we probably can throw out both of the prompts. But I would think that someone might look at that and think, well, she was prompting him to go to the party. Yes. Um, yeah. It really is kind of a tricky version of theory of mind. Um, yeah. Talk a little bit about theory of mind, Susan, for people it is, who have it not is, heard that. It is tricky. And theory of mind is referred to sometimes as mind blindness, where it's basically perspective taking, right? So we try to teach individuals who have autism to basically put themselves in other people's shoes. You know, and it's funny because I've asked a student to do that before and he literally took off his shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so we yes, in theory of mind, we look at, let's say, for instance, you happen to be watching some people like maybe at the airport and the woman puts her snack that she was eating inside her zippered bag to go do something. And while she's gone, someone opens the zipper bag and takes the snack out and zips it back. And when she comes back, theory of mind would suggest she's you're assuming she is going to look in the bag for her snack because she did not see that happen now a child with autism if they watch this might say well the other person has it she's going to go talk to the other person because it is hard for them to understand that she wasn't there to see that and so from her mind perspective she didn't see that happen so we frequently might layer over what we consider typical theory of mind, which is what Lucinda as a loving parent was doing. My child should have been invited. I want my child invited. Most people want to be invited to the party. So from her theory of mind perspective, she was thinking his feelings were hurt. Yeah. And um, because he really wasn't interested in a big, loud party. (laughs) She let her know, you know, so sometimes our theory of mind can be an overdrive. You know, I I have done that before to people out of caring. Like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You know, and it turns out they forgot their mascara that day. (laughs) That that kind of reminds me of a story that Jennifer and I went through this last week. I um, used my thinking. I should have used my thinking thoughts. And instead, I used my talking words in a classroom and 
there might have been a level of discomfort for some of the adults. And so, you know, I apologized later and Jennifer was like, no big deal, whatever. But then I obsessed all day and night, as I tend to do. And sent her an email at like 9.30 that night, like really apologizing. And I've been kicking myself all day and I'm so sorry. And let me know if I need to apologize to the other adults and yada, yada. And the next day she sends me an email and she was like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that idea that that there is theory of mind and in and, and understanding other people's thoughts. And sometimes out of care and concern, we will maybe overthink what the other person might be experiencing or, or understanding. So that would be that. the best answer. The C theory of mind would be the best answer. And I am sure that every day of Chris's life, he is thankful that Lucinda is his mother because she is an amazing lady. And I'm sure every day Lucinda is so thankful that Chris is her son because he too is an amazing human being. I could listen to the two of them talk all the time <laughs> oh my gosh i know i just get goosebumps even with just now when you were talking all right guys listen thanks so much for listening um have a great weekend and we will have a good surprise conversation for you next week take care thanks jennifer bye guys oh yeah thanks jennifer